Maybe if it's too loud, yeah. It's too loud, you'll tell me. Yeah. I guess not. Okay, the Talmud Torah of today is sponsored by Adam and Yehudit Ben Zev in honor of their children, Jake, Serena, and Rosie. And the week of learning is from the friends of the Pacinos. We'd like to wish them Mazel Tov and Ateskam Shalom. Although we are sad to see them go, we cannot be happier for you to embark on the next stage of your life. Okay, we are Ayin Gimel Amud Beis. About to start the last parak. So there's just a short Tosis over here who explains that the Masechta kind of goes in order. That first we started with the first seven days before Yom Kippur. And then we talked about Lil Yom Kippur. And then we talked about the Avodah on Yom Kippur. And then the last parak talks about the different halachas, about what you can eat, what you can't eat, the different inuyim, different restrictions on Yom Kippur itself. Okay, so the Mishnah says, Yom Kippurim Asar Bachila Ubeshtiya Verchitza. On Yom Kippur, a person's not allowed to eat, not allowed to drink, not allowed to wash, Vesicha, not allowed to anoint himself, Vanilas Asandal, not allowed to wear shoes, Uvatash Vashamita, he's not allowed to have relations. Vamelech Vahakalo, Yerchetuas Pineim. There's a heter for a king and for a kalo, a lady who just got married within 30 days. To wash her face. And a lady who just had a baby is allowed to wear shoes, because Rashi explains that the coldness of the floor could be bad for her, so therefore there's a leniency for her that she's allowed to wear shoes. The Chachamim Osrin and the Chachamim don't allow for these exceptions person who eats the size of a dried fig, kamoa ukigar inosa, it and its seeds. So this is going to be a whole Gemara. I'll be back uh, next Tuesday. We're going to be talking about how exactly to read this line. A shosem malilugmav chayiv, the person who drinks a malilugmav, which means a cheekful, is chayiv. In other words, that's the shear where the person was over on the isser of eating or drinking on Yom Kippur. A person who eats different types of foods, takes one bite of this cereal and a different bite of something else, that all adds together for the shear of koseves. A person who drinks different drinks, that all adds together to make up the shear of a malilugma. But a person who eats a little bit and drinks a little bit, the two don't add up to make one shear. There's two different tracks. There's an achila track, an eating track, and a shtia track, a drinking track. Says the Gemara, Anashkarisu, why are you telling me I'm not allowed to eat and drink, etc.? That sounds like it's just forbidden. The Gemara is bothered that it, you're really high of karis. Person's person is obligated in karis if he does that. So the Mishnah should have said much more than us, or it's forbidden. Forbidden sounds like it's just forbidden. But if you're high, you have something much, much worse, then the Mishnah should have said that. So, The reason the Mishnah said the word usr is because you can have a case where the person is not obligated in kares. The only thing it is, is it isr. It's forbidden. What's that case? If he ate chatzishir. So chatzishir means if a person eats less than the shear that the Torah asked. So let's say by a normal, let's say a person is not allowed to eat bugs, a person is not allowed to eat blood. 
Okay, so the shear to be chayiv, let's say malchus, lashes, is if you eat a kazayis. That's the definition of eating, the Torah's prohibition of eating blood, eating bugs. Chatsi shear would mean if a person took, took a little bite, even though it's much, much less than a kazayis, it's still going to be an iser. So we'll see what's the strength of that iser. Is that an iser de rais or that's an iser de rabbanon? But the Gemara was bothered. Why did the Mishnah say that if you eat and drink on Yom Kippur, it's usr, you're really chayv karis, it's much, much worse. So the Gemara's answer is, the Mishnah said the word usr, because there's the case where you only did an isr, you're not chayv karis. What's that case? If you ate less than the shear. So by Yom Kippur, the shear was either koseves or malilugmav for eating or drinking. So if a person ate less than that, he's not chayv karis, but it's still usr. Says that's a good answer if you hold that eating less than the shear is forbidden from the Torah. But a person who holds, right now the Gemara is assuming that it's 100% mutter. It's allowed to eat less than the shear. So then how did you answer your question? Your answer to the question was, it said usr because it was talking when he ate less than the amount. We're saying that only works if you're not allowed to eat less than the amount. But if you're allowed to eat less than the amount, so then why did it say usr? There's an isr from the Torah. To eat less than the shir, Rish Lakish held, no, that when the Torah says, if you eat this with the shir, you are obligated. It means less than that is motor. You answered your question in Rabbi Yochanan because I'll read the Mishnah means. If you eat less than the amount, it's still prohibited. That's why the Mishnah just said prohibited and didn't say chayiv kares. But according to Rish Lakish, who holds that it's motor, it's allowed, so why the Mishnah say asr? So motor, Rish Lakish, asr, the Rabbana. Gemara says, no, even Rish Lakish who says that it's mutter from the Torah to eat less than the shir, agrees that midarabbanan you're not allowed to. So we can answer the Mishnah and everybody. The reason the Mishnah said it's prohibited and didn't say your chayiv kares is because it's talking less than the shir. In Rabbi Yochanan, it's an iser dairaisa from the Torah. And in Reish Lakish, it's, a, it's an iser midarabbanan. It's a rabbinic iser. I hachi lo Gemara says, if Reish Lakish agrees that it's prohibited midarabbanan to eat, so that a person shouldn't be chayiv a carbon shvur. So let's, we have to hold, we have to keep tabs for a little bit. So what's the Gemara coming at? Lama Tanan, we learned in a Mishnah, A person who make, took a shvur, to not, he, he swore to not eat things that he can't eat anyway. Yeah, a person sitting in front of a cheeseburger, and he says, I swear that I won't eat it. Okay, so there's a power of Shavua and the Dharam in the Torah, that a person can create new prohibitions on himself. But here the person tried to prohibit something that's already prohibited. He's sitting in front of a McDonald's cheeseburger, and he says, I swear I won't eat this. So Rip Shim and Poter. So sorry, Chayv. The Tanakama says, if he then eats it, he transgressed his Shavua. Rib Shimon Poter. Rib Shimon says he did something wrong. He shouldn't have eaten the cheeseburger, but he didn't transgress of the shvua. 
Okay, so we have to figure out what's this machlokas. We have a machlokas, Tanakama and Rip Shimon, if a person swears to not eat something prohibited, and then he ate it, Tanakama says he transgressed the Shavua, and Rip Shimon says not. Ba, and the Gemara there asked, Amai Chayiv, how can a person be chayev for such a shvua? He's already prohibited in that item. So the meaning, what the Gemara is asking is if you're already prohibited from the Torah to not eat something, so then you don't have a power for the shvua to be chal, to, to go on that same exact item. So we're confused. What is the case that they're talking about that the Tanakhama could say you're chayev? So they answered, what's the case of that Mishnah? The case is, the person said, I won't eat kosher things and treif things. So why does that help? There's a Savara to say that since his Shavuah is, is working to, to prohibit him on the mutter, on the permissible things, so since it can get in the door, so to speak, so then it's able to go even on the cheeseburger, which he's not allowed to eat. In other words, if you just try to make it on the cheeseburger, it doesn't work. But here the Tanakama is saying, if you said, I won't eat Cheerios and a cheeseburger, since it's going to prohibit the person in the Cheerios, it's going to stop him also in the cheeseburger. Okay. And Rip Shimon, who said he's, he's, he's exempt, is disagreeing with that point. So a person, they're saying the case is a person that I won't eat this cheeseburger and this bowl of cereal. Tanakama says, since it's the Shavua works for the cereal, it works for the cheeseburger, and Rav Shimon disagrees. So now the person goes and eats the cheeseburger, Tanakama says, he's chayiv. He went against the Shavua. Rav Shimon says, the Shavua didn't work for the cheeseburger. He's already prohibited to eat the cheeseburger. Rish Lakish, Amr Rish Lakish said, explaining that Mishnah, Top of so the way Rish Lakish explained that Mishnah is that it's talking where a person said, I won't eat less than the shear. In other words, I won't eat even a little bit of this cheeseburger, less than the shear kezayis, or even stam without saying it according to Rabbi Akiva's opinion that a person's referring to even a little amount. So in other words, Rish Lakish said, the way I'll explain that Mishnah is a person said, I won't eat even a little bit of the cheeseburger. Tanakama says, therefore, if he eats it, he's chayiv. And Rip Shimon, who holds, Rip Shimon disagrees and says that when you can't eat a cheeseburger, even a little bit is included in the prohibition. And therefore, the shvua doesn't have any ability to add any more iser onto it. So what the Gemara is bothered by is like this. We just said that Rabbi Yochanan holds you can't eat less than the shear less than the amount of kezayis, minatur. And we said, and even Rish Lakish agrees, you can't eat less than the shir. That means when the Torah makes a prohibition, it says if you eat this, a kezayis, then you're obligated in malchus. Rish Lakish agrees, you can't eat less. So the Gemara's challenging is that Rish Lakish explained that Mishnah by saying the case was the person swore to eat less a little bit, one bite of the cheeseburger. So if you would tell me a person is allowed to eat one bite of the cheeseburger, then I understand. But if you tell me that even Mitra Banan, he's not allowed to eat it, 
So then how is the Shavua able to go on to that item? He's already prohibited to eat it. Right? We said if a person can't eat this item anyway, then a Shavua can't go on to it. So if you tell me in Reish Lakish he can't eat it midrabanan, so we should be back to the same problem. So the Gemara is saying it sounds from here that Reish Lakish who holds that chazi shir is not prohibited from the Torah, it would sound like he holds they didn't even make a din rabbanan. He would hold its mutter. Maybe you'll answer me. That since midaraisa I can eat less a little bite of this cheeseburger, it's only midarabban and I can't. So maybe Rish Lakish will say, since from the Torah I can eat a little bite of the cheeseburger, so my shvua will be able to prohibit me from the Torah to eat a little bite of the cheeseburger. You're right. Midirabbanan, rabbinically, I can't eat it. But there's, there's always two planes, right? I'm sitting in front of the cheeseburger. From the Torah, I can take a bite. So I take a shvua, I swear, to not even take a bite. You're right, in the background, there's a rabbinic prohibition. But maybe the shvua is able to go onto it, because min ha-Torah, I can eat it. But it's not, but we learned in a mission, a shvua say, hey, this ain't an ohegis, ela in lehayid. Shvua say, hey, this is a person who people come to to testify and he takes a shvua. He swears he doesn't know anything, and then it turns out he really does. So shvuas ha'eid is in helix A person's only chayiv to bring that carbon if he was somebody who was able to testify. Vavinan ba, and we asked lemute mai. So what is that Mishnah coming to exclude? Which person who was not able to testify is exempt from that carbon? Papa said to the exclusion of a melech. Person is what we would call a, a gambler, which, which Chazal said is a gazlan is a He's not able, not able to testify But that person, that gambler, from the Torah is able to testify. Why can't he testify? Only midrabbanan. And we still see that the Shavua didn't work. So the Gemara is saying, you, you tried to suggest that since from the Torah I can eat a little bite of the cheeseburger, therefore my Shavua to not eat it can work, even though and I can't eat a bite of the cheeseburger. So what the Gemara is challenging is that we have a, we have a Mishnah that says that if a person who can't testify that means he walks into the room. From the Torah, he's really fine to testify. But rabbinically, he can't testify. Now he comes and he swears and then he admits that he really knows Aetis. So if a person's a good kosher aid, is a good witness, so then he's a carbon. Now this person from the Torah is really a good aid, a good witness. But still the Mishnah says, since rabbinically, he's not a good aid, so therefore, he's exempt from the Torah's obligation to bring that carbon. So you see that we, the way we deal with it is that even though from the Torah he's okay, since rabbinically he's not okay, he's not included in that parsha to be high of the carbon. The Gemara is saying, so to here, even though you're right from the Torah, I can eat a bite of the cheeseburger. But if Reish Lakish holds me the Rabban and I can't, so then I don't think the shvua to say, the swear that I'm making to say I won't eat even a bite should be able to go in the cheeseburger if, if midrabbanan, I can't eat it. 
my answer is no. Shiny hosam damarfaim lo yagid v'haylav varhadadahu. Klaw. Saying, no, over there, there was a special drasha to include somebody who even can't testify midarabonon. But really, we were right originally. Reish Lakish can agree that eating less than the shear is prohibited midarabonon. Just Reish Lakish holds that since midaraisa from the Torah, I can eat less of one bite of the cheeseburger, therefore the shavua, which is prohibiting me even on that one bite, has the ability to be chal, has the ability to go on to that. Okay, so just to summarize, we have a machlokas or biyochan and Reish Lakish. Anytime the Torah writes a shear, gives a measurement for the time that a person eats something to be chayit. Right? So by most, by most prohibitions, a person has to eat a kezayis in order to be chayit. The malkas, the lashes for eating it. So Rabbi Yochanan says, but less than this year's asr, still prohibited minat Torah. We'll, we'll see where he's coming from to say that. And Rish Lakish said it's, it's mutter from the Torah, but the Gemara is clarifying he agrees that it's prohibited mitra Okay, says the Gemara about 12 lines down, Ayindala. So the Gemara's original question was assuming that if the Mishnah said Asr prohibited, it sounds like there's no Karis, which is worse. Gemara's challenging, is that really a good diak? Is that really a good question? Vatanya, we learned in a Bryce. Even though we said a person's not allowed to do all of these things on Yom Kippur, lo amru anush karis ella ala ochel veshose melachal bovad. The only times a person's chayiv karis is by eating, drinking, and doing melacha. So it sounds like from the brayso, it's it's willing to use the word aser going on all of those things. It doesn't sound like it's bothered with what the Gemara was bothered with, because it's saying even though all of those are aser. But karis is only by some of them. But it's, it's willing to use the word prohibited by even things which are chayiv karis. So the Gemara's original diak was the Mishnah said, Asr, it's really much worse. It's chayiv karis. The Gemara's challenging. Who says that's a good question? Maybe the Mishnah would use the word Asr even for something which is chayiv karis. The Gemara says, no, hachi karma. This is the way you read the Brisa. Kesha amru Asr, lo amru alabakhatishir. When they said Asr, I mean, what the Bryce is clarifying is, when we said Asr, that was if you ate Chatsi Shir. Aval Kashir Anush Karis. But if you ate the Shir, then you're Chayv Karis. But even though you're Chayv Karis, it's only by eating, drinking, and doing Malachas. So we're saying, no, really, the way they read the Bryce is consistent with the way we were saying before, that it wouldn't say the word Asr prohibited on something which is really much worse than just being aser, karis. And therefore, that, that's how you'll read the b'raisa. Okay, the ibaiseima, this is a new answer to the original question. Okay, katani aser ashara. The reason the Mishnah said the word aser, our first answer was, because it was coming to say, if you ate less than the shear, there's no karis, it's just aser. Second answer is no. Kikatani aser ashara. The reason the Mishnah said the word aser, you're right, by eating, drinking, there's, it's really much worse than Asr, it's Chayv Karis. But the Mishnah said the word Asr for the rest. In other words, for the Rechitza, the Sicha, Nila Sasanda, all the other prohibitions in the Mishnah, those the Gemara is saying are not Chayv Karis. And that's why the Mishnah just said the word Asr. And once it was putting it in the whole list, so it said the word Asr for all of them. Even though 
the eating and the drinking is really worse than Usr. Tatani Rab of Rav Yosef Rishar Sifri Devei Rav how do you know on Yom Kippur that a person can't wash, anoint, wear shoes, and have relations? Which Rashi explains that type of drusha we know from other places. Sounds like a dinder Therefore, the Gemara is bringing that as a source that it's only really, it's not really prohibited or at least by those other things. It's a discussion in the Rishonim. Um, if those other prohibitions of rechitz of esicha, etc., are prohibited min haTorah or Yom Kippur, just there's no kares, or are they really only isurim derabbanan? Okay, gufa chati shir. Yochanan Amar also min haTorah, Rish Lakish Amar Moter min haTorah. Rav Yochanan says to eat less than a shir is prohibited min haTorah, and Rish Lakish says it's Moter min haTorah. But the Gemara clarified before he agrees. Either Rabbanan, you're not allowed to. Biochran Amar Asa Menatayra, given the Chatz Chazi Litztarufi, Isura Ka'achal. Since it's Chazi Litztarufi, the little bite of the cheeseburger the person's eating could add up to the Kazayas, which is the sheer, the amount for the, for the Isser of eating treif. Given the Chazi Litztarufi, Isura Ka'achal. Biochran says that it sounds like a Savara, that if you're going to tell me, when I finish eating the tiny little bites of the cheeseburger, I ended up doing an iser of eating a kazayas of the cheeseburger. So then that means each bite is iser because it's adding up to make one big iser. Mishlakish amr mutter minatur. Mishlakish says, no, I think it's mutter minatur. Achila amr The definition of eating is kazayas. It means if you don't eat a kazayas, it's mutter. Ace Rabbi Yochan Rabbi Lakish. Rabbi Yochan asks the question of Rabbi Lakish. Ainli elakal shiyashna ba'onish. <clears throat> okay, so this is the psukim by Chelev. Okay, so we have one pasuk by Chelev which says you're not allowed to eat Chelev. And then another pasuk says the person who eats Chelev gets punished. So, All I would know is people who are included in the punishment of eating Chelev are included in the prohibition. So this next word, I heard different opinions on how to say it. Either kvi or koi. So, I mean, it's a type of an animal what does our school say? Koi. Koi. So that's a, it's a type of animal which we're not sure if it's a chaya, a wild animal, or a behema, a domestic animal. Chatsi shir. So if a person eats the chela from that animal, or chatsi shir, so this is what we're going to be paying attention to, or eats less than the amount of shir of chela, of onesh, since he's not chay of the onesh, yachal enobasara. So I would say maybe. He's not chayiv. It's not usher to eat it. Tamalomer, no, kol chaylev. Since the Pasuk by the lab said kol chaylev, it's coming to include even these cases. The case which is a suffix, we're not sure if it's a behema or a chaya, because the chaylev of a chaya, of a wild animal's mutter, the chaylev of a behema's usher. So if we have an animal, we're not sure. The Gemara right now is saying we're learning from the Pasuk that's prohibited. And included in the b'risa was, if you eat chatsi shir, less than the shir. So Rabbi Yochanan says to Reish Lakish, I'll prove to you that it's prohibited minatorah to eat less than the shir, because the b'risa included, it was talking about a pasuk, and it included in the case, if a person eats less than the shir, we're learning from the pasuk that it's prohibited. So how can you tell me 
that it's mutter min to eat less than this year. I'll tell you that that brisa didn't mean a dindai raisa. It really meant a dindai rabbanan. I'll prove it to you. These raisa. If you're going to tell me that it's a dindai raisa, they're going to tell me it's a dindai raisa. So this animal, we're not sure what it is. But if you ask Hashem, Hashem would be able to answer the question. The Gemara is saying that we would need a Pasuk to tell us how to deal with something that's a suffix, something that we're not sure. If Hashem knows the answer what it is, so it's either a wild animal or a domestic animal. We wouldn't need another Pasuk to come to say that since we happen to not know it's prohibited or it's allowed, it's, it's, it's included in one of the other two categories. We happen to just not know where it fits. So it's very is saying that would be a raya. The Gemara is really talking midrabun. That's not, a, that's not a great raya, because I could tell you, the re, really, we're talking dairaisa. And the reason the braisa needed to include koi from a pasuk is because it, it held that it doesn't have the status of not being sure if it's a behem or a chaya. It has a status of very bifni atzma. It has, its, it has a din of its own entity, and therefore it doesn't fit into one of the two categories. And because that's true, you would need another Pasuk to come to include to you that that's going to be Asr. Dilote Mahachi, if you don't accept that, Hada Amr Ravidi Baravin, the member of Ravidi Baravin, which was Af Kola Suyikoi. So this was saying when, when the Pasuk says you can't eat dam, so it's said by birds and by Behema. So he had a Pasuk saying it even includes this type of Koi, which is. We're not sure if it's a behema or a chaya. You should ask her in his halacha. Why do you need a pasik to come to include this type of animal? You're going to tell me that since it's defined, it's defined as an undefined status. And therefore it doesn't fit into either category. And therefore you need another pasik to come to include that it's sir. So I'll say the same thing. Even if this brysa was talking, maybe the brysa held it has an undefined status, and therefore you, you would need another Pasek to come to include to me that it's Asr. Okay, just an interesting thought, just for, to think about. Rabbi Yochanan said that it's prohibited from the Torah to eat less than the Shear because because it can be added up to the full Isr. Okay, so just something to think about. How, how can you have a case in Rabbi Yochanan that you're eating less than the Shear that's Asr, that's really Mutter from the Torah? His svara that it's usr was since it can add up, then when it adds up, I'm going to be usr. Right? I start eating the cheeseburger. If I keep eating, when I get to the xayas, I did an isr. So it says Rabbi Yochan, I think each bite's usr. Okay, so how can we have a case where it's not relevant to his svara of chazi litzdarufi that it can add up? Okay, just food for thought. Okay, Tana Rabbana, Ta'anu is not Shaseichem. The Bryson says, a person in Yom Kippur needs to afflict his nefesh. So what does that mean, afflict your nefesh? Yachol yashav b'chama o b'tzina. Says the Gemara, maybe I should go and proactively make myself uncomfortable. How do you do that? Go sit in the sun. Go sit in the cold. No. Because it also says by Yom Kippur, you shouldn't do malacha. Ma malacha sheval taisi. Just like that means. Stop yourself from doing malacha, meaning I want to go turn on the light, 
the Torah says to me, stop yourself from doing the malacha. So, so too, we understand that the other mitzvah in Yom Kippur of ta'anu is nafsha seichem doesn't mean go actively make yourself uncomfortable. It means sheval taisim, which means I want to go eat to make myself more comfortable. Stop yourself. Same way as I want to go turn on the light so that I can see. The Torah says, stop yourself from going to turn on the light. So ta'anu is nafsha seichem means I want to go eat, drink, anoint myself to make myself more comfortable. Ta'anu is nafsha seichem, stop yourself from doing that. Says I can still have a case similar to that by the sun. Because maybe if he's sitting in the sun and he wants to get up, the Torah says, Shave don't get up, stay in the hot sun. The original suggestion was maybe I should go actively put myself on the hot, humid day in the sun to be Ta'anas Nafsha Seichem. So Gemara said, You proved that wrong. Maybe it means I happen to be sitting outside and it starts getting hot. And now the Torah says, don't get up. Sheva al-Taisi, don't get up. Or Yasef Betula v'karu kum Or he's sitting in a cold place, he wants to get up. So Tanus Nafsha Seichem would say, don't get up, stay in that place. Bishimsha. No, dum the malacha. Says the Gemara, no. It still needs to be similar to malacha. Ma malacha lochilaka dabo af bo. In other words, the fact that you already agreed to me that the person is not obligated to go sit in the hot sun, so that means that's the type of action which can be involved in kumase, uh, going to do something, and sheval taisi. So we're saying, no, the fact that it compared it to malacha still tells us that that type of thing is not included. So rather, what's the definition of inui? Something which is by definition sheval taisi, for example, eating and drinking. You should stop it and, and don't, don't do that to, to yourself. Maybe a person should go sit in the sun or the cold and be mitzta'er. So this is another Bryce asking the same question. How do you know Ta'anos Nafshah means don't eat and drink. Maybe it means go make yourself uncomfortable. Just like malacha is something which a person's chayiv, which means that we know by Shabbos the definition of what it means don't do malacha. So by Yom Kippur, when it says don't do malacha, it means the thing which I assured, I prohibited for you other places, don't do that here. So af inoy nefesh. So so too, when the pasuk says afflict yourself, it's shechayav and love It means afflict yourself with something that I've told you you shouldn't do somewhere else. The azes as a pigle venosim. That's the types of foods which a person is not allowed to eat in a different context. So this Bryce is answering the question differently. And how do you know? The definition of Tanos Nafsha Seichem means don't eat and drink, because the same way Melacha by Yom Kippur is something which has previously been prohibited. So, so too, the definition of Tanos Nafsha Seichem is not going to introduce to us some new concept called go sit in the sun and make yourself uncomfortable. It's referencing something similar that we've already seen in the Torah, which is 
types of foods that we already can't eat, like pigle venosa. So it's a very interesting Havamir. Saying if you said it like that, so then it should come out that the only things a person is not allowed to eat on Yom Kippur is pigle and noser, which are the most extreme that a person eats at his Chayv But if a person ate something less extreme, tevel, I mean something which the Trumas Maestros has not been separated from, so you're not Chayv Karis if you eat it, maybe you're allowed to eat that on Yom Kippur. So we're suggesting maybe the definition of Ta'anus Nafsha means you can't eat the foods which you already can't eat for a different reason. And it would come out an interesting thing. That the only things that Torah Aser and Yom Kippur is things you can't eat anyway. Where it says, no, ta'anu riba. We're saying that the, the way the Pasuk was written sounds like it's included that case. So the way I understand this, the Gemara is going to ask a series of questions. How do you know to include this food, this food, this food? And it's going to be the same answer each time. So the way I understand this is the Gemara is not saying there's a new Pasuk to tell me that it's wrong. It's really the Gemara's way of speaking out that misvara, that's not a good, that's not a good suggestion to make, to make that distinction. In other words, sometimes you have, you only know this. How do you know the next level? And the Gemara will make another drusha, there's another letter, another word coming to teach you even that halacha. Here it sounds to me in the Brisa that it's, re- it's really the same answer over and over. It would sound like the answer is that that, that, that was not really a good question. Says the Gemara, so maybe you're not allowed to eat tevel, which is misa shamayim. But how do you know a person's not allowed to eat nevela? Which is not even Mishabidashamayim, it's just a lav. So I mean this is what I was pointing out before. This is it's the same answer. No, the way the Pasik is written sounds like it includes even Nevela. Okay, so where are we holding? You can't eat something which is kares or Mishabidashamayim or even just a lav, a prohibition, or Yom Kippur, like Nevela. Obvious Hanavela Shubalav, Lavisahul and Shainabalav. So maybe I'll include Nevela, which is a lav. But not include chulin, which is not even a lav. Same answer. No, it sounds like in the way the pasuk is written that you can't even eat something which was chulin. So maybe you can include in the iser just foods which you're not obligated to eat. But truma, where there's a mitzvah, if you eat it for a kohen to eat the truma. So maybe the Torah is not prohibiting that. That's not included in v'nisem s'nafshaseichem, in afflicting yourself in your kippur. No, tamalom v'ta'onu v'nisem s'nafshaseichem riba. That's also included. Obvious at truma she'enu v'balto siru. So maybe you'll include truma where there's a mitzvah to eat it, but there's no prohibition of the Kohen not eating it right away. Lovious at kachim she'enu v'balto siru, but kachim where there's a mitzvah to eat it, and the Torah even made a specific time to eat it, you're not allowed to leave it over, so maybe that's not included. No, okay, so what, the, what this Bryce is saying is how do you know to define? Ta'anus nafshaseichem means you can't eat and drink. The answer is that it's only something which we found that the Torah prohibited in a different place, which is many examples of the prohibition of eating. But the Bryce is clarifying, it's not going to then be limited to the types of foods which we've found are going to be us or in other places. That's going to be a gauge 
that the, that the definition of the words ta'anos nafsho seichem means eating and drinking, and then I have the right to include all, all types of eating and drinking into the prohibition of ta'anos nafsho seichem. Okay, the Brisa continues, v'im nafshech lomar, and if you'll argue, so it sounds like the Bryce is alluding that there's a question or what it says, but if, you, and even if you'll argue, I have another answer. The Pusik says that if a person doesn't listen, he's not ta'anos nafshaseicha. So then, he's chayv karis. He'll, be, he'll destroy his nefesh. It sounds like the type of affliction is something which affects his nefesh, his, his like being alive, which is achil vishtiya, as opposed to sitting in the sun getting very hot. So my im nafshach lomar says Gemara. What's that Bryce is saying? It sounds like, and if you'll argue, I have another answer. So what was the argument on the first logic? Maybe you'll argue if the whole way you know tanus nafshach isn't sitting in the sun, is because it has to be something that the Torah previously prohibited. So I have something else the Torah previously prohibited. Arayas, person is not allowed to have relations with certain ladies with certain people, and still, so maybe the definition of ta'anos nafshaseich on Yom Kippur is the same way elsewhere. I prohibited you from having certain relations, so on Yom Kippur, ta'anos nafshaseich. You have to afflict yourself and not have those relations. So the Bryce is answering, no, harehi omer vavadati anefesh, inu sheish pravedas nefesh. So the Bryce has said a different reason, a second reason, that said, even if you'll argue that, but I have a different Pasuk, which sounds like the type of Inoy is something that affects the person's um, essence of being alive, that's eating and drinking. Another Bryce. Here by Yom Kippur it said Inoy, and elsewhere it said the word Inoy. Just like over there, the Inoy was a reference to starvation. Rashi says, we're quoting a Pasuk in Dvarim, which was talking about Hashem giving Klal Yisrael the mun. said that they were starving, and then Hashem gave them the mun. So just like the word Inoi in that Pasuk, says says, the Inoi there meant they were starving, and therefore Hashem gave him food. So Afghan Inoi Rav. So so to Ta'anu, it's the same word, the definition means starve yourself, don't eat. V'nil of Mim Ta'anes Benosai, Says the Gemara, but I found a place in Chumash that Lot said to Yaakov that if your ta'an is benosai, which, which the Gemara understands means if you hold back from them relations, so it's a ta'aneh, and it was a reference to Tashmish, to relations. So maybe you should learn from there. The definition of ta'anus nafshaseichem is that there's a prohib- prohibition to have relations on Yom Kippur. No, done in inoi de rabbim, inoi de rabbim, ain't done in inoi de rabbim, inoi de yochim. Or it says it's more mistaber to learn from the Mun, which was talking to many people. So to Ta'anos Nafshasechem of Yom Kippur, it's talking to many people, and not learn from the case of Lot talking to Yaakov, which was a which was a specific conversation to a to a single person. So says the Gemara, I have a place talking to many people, and said the word Inoi the Klal Yisrael cried out to Hashem and said, and the Gemara understands that means they were saying that they were perish from Tashmish, from, from having relations. So the Gemara is challenging that if you can learn from a different place in the Chumash, 
that the definition of the word inoi has to mean eating and drinking, I have another place, which was talking to the rabbim, and it said the word inoi, and it was a reference to relations. So maybe ta'anos nafshazecha means a person is not allowed to have relations on Yom Kippur. So, Ela done in inoi bideshamai, inoi bideshamayim, vein done in inoi bideshamayim, inoi bideshamayim. Simran says, no, there's more mistabra to learn from something which was from Shamayim, the mun. So, tutanos nafshazechem is a tzivoy, a command from Shamayim. And to not learn from the people in Mitzrayim saying something that was their own decision to say that sentence, to not learn from there the definition of the mitzvah of Ta'anos Nafshasech. Okay, so we have three different brises all coming to answer the same question. How do we know the definition of Ta'anos Nafshasech is don't eat and drink? So one said you learn from Malacha that it has to be Shev al something which is by definition. If you want to do something, Torah says hold back Ta'anos Nafshasech. The other said it has to be something which the Torah prohibited somewhere else, like eating and drinking. And the third Brisa said that if you look at the different places in the Chumash, where it says the word inui, similar to ta'anu as nafshasechem, that the most logical place to learn from was another place where we see that shamayim, Hashem was involved in giving Klal Yisrael the mun, and in that context it said that the people were were vaya'ancha, which meant that they were starving. So ta'anu means starve yourself, don't eat and drink. Okay, hamachilcha, mon b'midbar l'mananoscha. So the Gemara is just bringing a Pasuk in Zvarim, which says, I gave you the mon and the midbar in order to test you. So the Gemara is bothered by is, why is giving the people food, a re- why is that a test for them? So Rebami, v'ravasi chadam re'ena doma mishyesh lo pas basalo, l'mishyein lo pas basalo. The test was, that it's not so easy to not go into the next day knowing where your food's coming from. So you're right, Hashem gave them food, but it was done in a way that it was testing ultimately their amuna, their trust in Him, that they didn't have anything, anything in the freezer. Every day had to, had, to be, had to be new food. So that's why it's, I'm giving you the man, but it's in a way that it's to test you. So one says that it's not the same when a person eats something and he sees what he's eating, the person who eats something and doesn't see what he's eating. As much as the mun had the ability to taste like, like different things, the fact that it didn't look like those things, the Gemara is saying, was not, is not the same level of satia- satiation. So the test was to be able to deal with, with that um, aspect. Um, Rav Yosef, Mikan Rem is Lesum and Sha'ochlem and Svein. Fascinating thing. Rav Yosef says this is a Rem as a hint. To, to people who can't see that they eat and they're not as full. We're saying there's a connection between a person seeing the food that he's eating and how full he gets. Amr Abayi Hokachmanda Isli Sudasa, Lelechle Elbiyamama. Abayi said that a person who has a Suda should only eat it by daytime or, or by candlelight because there's, there's more of a satiation that comes from a person being able to see his food. Amr Abzera Mikra, Tov Mar Enai Mahalach Nafesh. It's it's better what the person can see than the Mahalach Nefesh, where his mind takes him. What's the source for what we just said? That it makes an impact if a person can see the food. Because in the Pasuk it says, There's an aspect that it's greater in the seeing of the thing than the person's imagination. And therefore seeing the food can have an impact. This seems to be a bigger chiddush, but he's saying it's better 
there's an aspect that it's better for a person to see, to see, like he gets more benefit from seeing something than actually being involved in the action of the relations, because that Pasuk says, Tov mar halak nafesh, that there's an aspect of the seeing something which a person gets more benefit from than the actual doing it. Okay, we will stop over here.